0: Welcome to episode 132. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. Okay, true confession. This episode took me 20 starts, at least 20 starts, and I'm not exaggerating that. That has never happened to me. Yeah. Uh, I hope that The effort put into this brings you so, 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 so much. It was a difficult conversation because this is so touching to me. I mean, some of those starts, I had tears in my eyes. I was just trying to figure out how to express what this like living on the edge is for me and others who have have worked this living from such a deep true authentic wildly liberated soulful place within right like just even feeling into those words and as i even speak it here in this intro it's like oh my god i hope i did this justice but <laughs> i brought through five practices steps tools that assist that support that actually our foundation building, that build a foundation for us to live from this place. This is not like Soul Purpose 101, like how to find your purpose, right? It's this goes way deeper into here's what's really required to live from the bone, to live from that like deep, true, authentic place within, to come to a place where we legitimately feel like we're singing the song of our soul, right? We're, we're, you're, you're singing the song of your soul. Your life, you are living life in accordance to your soul, right? Like that's what's on offer here. There's also an invitation to join me in a program that supports this way of life, that supports opening up of these capacities that supports this living close to the bone, this living on the edge, this accessing one's Soul embody truth, really the soulful way of living. Um, so if that's singing to you, you'll find details below. You will find details on the website SabrinaLynn.com or RewildingForWomen.com. Probably SabrinaLynn.com two ends by the way um, is is a better place to go. I think it's just easier to access. But either one doesn't matter. Um, it's only going to be open for a few weeks, so this is the start of July. Depending on when you're listening to this, we might open it up again later on. So just check. Um, we'll open. It's a ongoing program that is community-based that will dive into practices. We'll go and 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 go, right? Until, um, until we're not going anymore. Um, all right. I was going to say until we're enlightened, but that was That was like a bit of a big, big claim there. So uh, I won't say that, um, but the invitation is there. You are so incredibly welcome to join. If you were a part of Inner Circle in the past or um, if you heard us talk about Rewilding Inner Circle, it's a bit similar to that where it's this community-based journey um, and the energetics of that really, really support the unfolding of full, authentic, wild, liberated self. All right, enough talk about that. You're so welcome to join. In the meantime, dive into this episode, right? Like really open up, go in, what's here for you? What's this showing you? What practices are singing? What steps are you maybe missing out on? Or could you add a little more in or dive a little bit deeper into? And there's even a really great practice kind of toward the end of we, we go we're not kind of we go into what is your deepest longing in this moment and it's very cool practice where it starts to distill and define like exactly what your soul is longing for that's a really great part and then stick around to the end for practice number four five, which is key practice for the embodiment and expression of this, like the bringing it into our daily lives. Okay, that's enough for me. Enjoy this episode. What if living on purpose and living true to self wasn't so much about finding your purpose or finding your truth, but it's more about creating a foundation so that your truth and your purpose arises naturally. Right, like what if? I wanna open the door to that today and I wanna share five practices, five steps maybe, or five tools that allow us to build a foundation within ourselves that allows for our, like wild authentic full self to arise that allows for innate soul gifts to just organically arise that allows for like the next step on our breadcrumb trail I call it right the next breadcrumb on that breadcrumb trail reveals itself that that next step on your destiny path or like following your bliss, but how do we create a foundation so that we can feel our bliss so that we can be discerning about what is a soul calling and what is little patterned egoical self, right? This is a question that I get asked, so 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 often in in in-person events and online events is Sabrina how can I tell the difference between like soul calling and egoical self calling and part of it is yes that's a valid question that's a beautiful question and if that's something that you really want to dive into, let me know in the comments below. So if you're on the YouTube video, just leave a comment below and go like, yes, that topic, I want that. Um, But there's another question to that. So that's something we can explore. But what if we were to reframe that and go, if I set up a foundation that supports deep, true, authentic, full soul, full expression of self, set up a foundation that's so true to that then that question becomes null and void almost right that question of what's the difference between the two it's that it doesn't matter because your whole being your whole life your whole energetic system your emotional system your mental system becomes so aligned with Deeper, truer, more authentic, more soulful living, more purposeful living. That's a word that some people, more love-filled living, right? So my aim in sharing these five steps or tools or practices is to give us this building of a foundation so that life gets lived from this place. It's not this tough mental thought place where we're weighing out options and we're trying to feel into, I, I can't tell, I can't hear, I don't know what my intuition is saying, I don't know what my soul self is saying, I don't know what the highest decision is to make in this place. Instead, we create the wiring where that is just where we act from. That is where we create from. That is where we love from, right? Can you see how that's different? Ah, this is exciting to me. So I wanna share these practices with you. And what do I wanna do first? There was something else that I wanted to share with you. Mm, I don't know what it is. If it comes back, I'll share it, but let's go into these practices. First of the five practices is (laughs) when we are building that foundation to live from deep, true, full, authentic, soulful self, we are needing and we are required to strip away that which is absorbed that which is conditioned that which is patterned in us so what the heck do i mean by that sometimes we think that we have to find our purpose or we have to find our truth what if it's also a case of we just have to release that which is not deeply truly authentically us so there's a part of this that's a letting go of that which was placed on us. So feel into that for yourself. What was placed onto you? What expectations have been placed onto you? What family conditioning has been placed onto you? Like maybe think of the role that was placed onto you. So for me, I was the oldest child in the family a role that was placed on to me was, Sabrina will be the matriarchy that takes over my grandmother's role of, of matriarchy. And it was a role placed, expected. I was groomed for it. And it was something I had to peel away, something I had to release, something I had to let go of. Not saying that that couldn't have been authentically, deeply, truly, fully me or a part of my deep, true, full expression, but it wasn't. It wasn't. So that's one piece of the puzzle and there are a lot of different practices to do this. I suggest practices that take us way beyond the mental realms because there are unconscious, absorbed conditioning absorbed patterns that we've taken on, not just from family, but from our society, from our friend circles growing up, from our social groups, from um, the collective. So there are many, 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 many different places that these patterns are. And so I always recommend going into, Practices, spaces that will get you beyond just the mental realm. Okay, so that's number one. Number two is in this coming into deep, true, full, authentic self, we will have to face things that we are afraid to be, things that we authentically are we long to express we long to explore we long to uncover we long to liberate there are parts of self that we long to liberate there are ways of being in the world that we long to experience but we are deathly afraid of them now this again Yes, we can go in through like talk therapy and we can go in through reflection, but we're going to want to get into some of the more unconscious realms. We're going to want to find ways to get into places of fear around. Here's a great example for women. There are many women who are longing to have a child. But unconsciously, somewhere deep buried within, are deathly afraid of having a child. And it's an irrational fear of maybe loss. My gosh, if I have this child, if I create this being in this life and I begin to express love in this way, it will be ripped away from me. Right. And it's very deeply hidden. It's very deeply hidden. But what will happen is it will a lot of times block or prevent us from stepping into what is authentically fully us. And it is part of what we came here to experience or to express or to create in this world. It is like the thing that will fill us so much and some of us can relate to it via relationship like the I, I want relationship and love so i know i'm longing for it i know that like that is a deep desire in myself but there's a fear that keeps that from coming into our lives coming into our experiences coming into our expressions so number two is Finding ways to face our fears, face our fears, face our fears. For me, I'll give one last example on this. One of my greatest fears was um, speaking about anything in the esoteric realm. Deathly afraid of it. Deathly afraid of it. And for no logical reason. I have no reason from this life's experiences to be that afraid to step into what I do for a living, really, right, is talk about the hidden realms, talk about the unseen, talk about the divine feminine, talk about Shakti and Kundalini and the divine masculine and sacred union, like talk about the divine. I was deathly afraid of it, so afraid that I would lie. I would lie. I would lie about what I was doing on the weekend. I would say I was at a yoga retreat instead of I was in a shamanic circle drumming and in an altered state of consciousness for two days, right? I would, I would say I was doing yoga. So I want to share that because I often witness that individuals sometimes some of our greatest gifts and our greatest ways of being and the things that fill us the most and are the most true to us and the most authentic to our souls are the things that we fear the deepest all right so that's number two face our fears (laughs) number three this is an interesting one, and it's, it's kind of myth-busting a little bit around this. Um, when we are stepping into like our destined path, our deeper callings, our authentic, full, soulful expression, there's sometimes this belief system that it should be easy, that it should just flow smoothly, that it should be handed to us. And I'm gonna call BS on that. That is not how it goes. That is a really big myth, a very common belief system, that if it's meant for me, it will come easy. I don't know where that came from. I don't know what kind of (laughs) Kool-Aid That is, I don't know who made it, but I think we should stop drinking it. (laughs) Sometimes it's a Saturnian journey. Sometimes the things that are really meant for us, that are deeply, authentically, truly ours, requires some work, requires some dedication, some commitment, some devotion, some one foot in front of the other up a really big hill. Sometimes that is the case. Sometimes that is part of the journey. Sometimes it is not just because it's meant for us and it is a deep, true, authentic longing and calling doesn't mean that it's gonna be handed to you on a silver frickin' platter. So I wanna call that out and really step number three is honor these challenges, honor the challenges and and, and let go of the fact that if it's meant for me, it'll be delivered to me by the fairy godmother from another place, right? And part of that is, you know, part of what that that gives us is soul stamina, is, is like this capacity and this deepening into knowing what is true for us, knowing what is true for us. And if you think about something you've had to work to to earn, and I'm not saying that we have to work to earn all of these at all. It is not one or the other. It's just that I'm opening up the door that sometimes it happens just poof, there it is, right? But sometimes it's that we have to work to earn it. And so I want to open that door as step number three, tool number three, mindset number three to just honor it. And if it's true for us, you know, we stick with it and we keep asking the question, is this true? Is this true? Is this, is this part of my full expression? Yeah, there are parts of my full expression that I had to fucking fight for that I had, to, I had to fight my own demons for, right? It almost refers back to point number two, facing my fears, right? There are parts that I had to fight for. I had to, it, <laughs> sometimes rewilding, this, this was a rewilding for women retreat. Um, there was a woman who referred to it as fight club for women. <laughs> this is like a fight club for women, but I'm fighting myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm fighting myself and so just honoring that sometimes we do have to fight for it sometimes we do have to put in the effort and we do have to put in the time and it is like slogging through thick mud to get to what it is that we are most longing for that is calling us that is part of our Wild, authentic, full expression of self. All right. Um, number four. I love this one. This one's fun. I just did a practice on this actually. Um, the point or the tool or the practice is called honoring knowing what you crave, what you long for, and what you're yearning for. I was in my chiropractor's office the other day, and we were having a conversation around sexuality, and he said this line that I loved, and he goes, we are in a state collectively around sexuality where most people don't even know what they want, like what they truly are, yearning for or craving. And I find that to go way beyond sexual expression. I find that to go into so much more. And so feeling into this place of yearnings and cravings and longings often come with a bit of pain or at least they're uncomfortable because it's it's a it's on the um, longing and let's feel into this for a moment this was the practice i just shared before this creating this little conversation in this video with you is if you're in a feminine moment we all have masculine and feminine moments but if you're in a feminine moment or more feminine identified you will be longing for love You will be longing for love. You will be longing for relationship, for connection. You'll be longing for that. And so just let yourself feel that from like your heart, go to your heart space and just feel the longing to be met. That's something that I hear feminine identified beings say a lot is I'm longing to be met. I'm longing to be, I just want to be met, right? I'm longing to give love, I'm longing to feel love. I'm longing for that, okay? So now let's shift over and feel into masculine. So in a masculine moment, it's I'm longing, there's a few different words here. It's funny to get my being to shift over so I can (laughs) express this properly. So when I'm in a masculine home I'm longing to be on purpose, right? I'm longing to be um, purposeful, meaningful. I'm I'm longing to be in in and longing to make things happen, right? That's typically what we're longing for. Or on another level, we're longing for nothingness. Like longing for Peace, longing for emptiness, nothingness is another, it's like a higher octave of that, right? There's many octaves. The feminine, if we were going to go up to that octave of the feminine, just to kind of keep it equal here, or a bit equal, anyways, is this longing for the all of everything. Like I am, and there's a, there's a longing to be the all of everything, to, to feel full. Like I'm so full. I am life. I am everything. And there's a longing to be that, right? That we don't always um, feel those. So it's easier to come down an octave and go, I'm longing for love or I'm longing for meaning. I'm longing to be valued. That's oftentimes words that you'll hear in a masculine moment, they're hard to say or admit to, but like, I'm longing to be valued. Like, but just please value me, right? Please value, find meaning in what I've I've done here. A bit bit of gratitude for what I've done. Let this be purposeful, let this be meaningful. Um, Okay, so, this opening that door and getting comfortable because in that longing and in that craving is guidance, is, is the calling. It is the, if those are like big themes, I've just explored some big themes and some different octaves of things. But once that door is open to like the deepest longings, they start to refine themselves and they start to define themselves. So it starts to be, okay, I'm I'm longing for love. And then you can bring it down and you can narrow it down, okay, from this like deep, authentic, longing place. Wow, I'm I'm longing to have physical contact. That's what's going to feel Feel like love. I'm I'm longing for physical touch. I'm I'm longing for intimate body on body connection. I'm just giving an example. It's, it's probably the one I'm longing for right now, though. If it's the one I'm feeling it, um, but you can feel into it for yourself, and you can go into like you can go on the other side and go, okay. I'm longing to f- to. Find purpose. I'm longing to find meaning, right? And if I go deeper into that and I ask for it to be distilled and refined and defined a little bit, for me in this moment, it would be like (laughs) this is so simple. I'm longing for this creation that you and I are in right now, this YouTube video, this podcast, wherever you're hanging out with me, I'm longing for this to be meaningful i'm longing for this to serve you in some way that's that's my masculine longing is i'm longing for this to be of service to be of value to be purposeful right that's that's my longing so by the way if it is (laughs) you could let me know and you could give my masculine a little bit of I don't know, recognition, because it likes recognition. You can do that by hitting the thumbs up, the like, by subscribing, by hitting the bell so you get all these future videos that I put out, and leaving a comment below of, wow, I really identified with the feminine longing or I really identified with the masculine longing. I'd love to hear like which one you are feeling more. Which one you're feeling more, okay. Um, That was a fun little exploration of the masculine and the feminine. By the way, there are many more um, explorations on masculine and feminine energy. If you look up here in the corner, there will be a video link if you want to jump over and keep going into masculine and feminine explorations. But I want to give you practice number five because it's quite possibly the most important one. and this is where i see people stop um, i see people stop i see people do the first four right and variations of those four and do many other things for this foundational setting to live life from this place but then they don't do five they they, they stop and, and th- 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 like um it's like the embodiment of it will never happen the expression of it will ha- never happen if we don't do number five so Okay, can I invite you to something quick? I know, I know, I'm so terrible, but I want to invite you to this before you switch off the video. So I'm going to share number five in a second. But this whole video is sponsored by the program Living Close to the Bone. It's a soul-based program where we do all of these practices. We do all of these things to... Go beyond the mental realm to strip away the false to strip away the condition to strip away the family patterning. we go into practices that help face our fears the unconscious fears the fears that we don't even know that go into where are our upper limits how are we blocking ourselves we go into <laughs> this building of soul stamina the building of the stamina to mm-hmm. kind of rebel to be able to stand in our own truth against external forces against and to be able to walk through the fire right walk through the fire and walk through the challenges that come with living um, this wild soulful authentic expression of self Um, so that's my invitation you'll find details up here in the corner you'll also find a link below Um, it's a it's a big beautiful community it's a deep diving program it's live trainings with me every month it's workshops experiential journeys it's lectures it's interactive q a sessions Um, it's a it's a program that's coming from the heart Um, and it's coming from all the years of holding spaces like this of (laughs) dare I say, giving transmissions around this energy. And um, there's a wild thing around this program that is kind of um, an an unseen, esoteric, I don't know what words to put to this because now I'm starting to sound all woo-woo-la-la. Basically, the energetics of this container is gonna grab us by the scruff of the neck and it's gonna hold us to soul truths. I talk so often about the need for soul groups and soul friends and soul guides and soul guardians and soul spaces and soul practices where, like, they hold your soul above all else, they hold your full unfolding, your full soul's expression above everything else. It's more important to this group, this journey, this path, this friend, this whatever, than your little egoical self's feelings, right? Like this, this is what it is in support of. And I created this program um, and am holding this space because this is what I wish I would have had 10 years ago. This is, this is, this is the space that would have helped me 10 years ago, um, when I didn't have friends or community or even teachers that really held my soul in the highest regard, held my soul in a higher regard than my little egoical self, right? So this may or may not be something that sings to you. But finding those soul groups, finding those soul programs, finding those soul friends, finding those spaces, right? Those spaces and those practices and those people and those communities and those energetics that just love the soul out of like, that just really like, yes, give us all of you, right? Give us all of you where there is no... Tall poppy syndrome or competitive feeling of like, well, if you're in your fullness, that's going to somehow diminish my, no, (laughs) no. No, you in your fullness inspires, encourages, and gifts everyone to be in their fullness, right? That is the greatest gift that you can give this world is you to be in your wild, authentic, full expression. And so maybe you have soul friends or soul groups or some other place, but if you don't or if you want another one, think about living close to the bone think about joining this membership this program this community you are so incredibly welcome to really 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 and truly from my heart you are so welcome to okay that was my big invitation now let me get to point five so remember i was sharing that i see a lot of people doing foundation building Um, Those four steps that we talked about before, I won't go over them again. And then if five isn't activated or being lived from or opened to, or we're not then expressing, we're not embodying it, we're not expressing it, we're not grounding it, we're not bringing it into the world, right? And this is acting, acting on it, moving through the world from this place making decisions from this place, right? So often I, and and you could probably relate, I can relate, right? So often I've had intuitive knowings. I've had, we'll just stick with intuitive knowings. I was going to go to soul callings, but then we start to go like, I don't know if I've ever had one of those. We've all had the right, but we'll stick with intuitive knowings because it's an easier one to relate to. So how many times if you had like a gut feel or an intuitive knowing but you overrode it or you didn't act on it right you didn't act on it so step five is creating this like feeling knowing space right we create the foundations we start to get a sense of wow i'm actually really being called to move House. I'm actually really being called to explore other job opportunities. I'm really being called to join this group, living close to the bone. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not really. Maybe that's your truth. I'm really being called to go on this sojourn. I'm really being called to read this book. I'm really being called to whatever it is. It could be very tiny little things, right? Like get up and go for a walk right now. I'm really being called to this, but we don't act on it. We don't act on it. So step five is you create, and you you can only do this by, by the doing of it, by the actual, I get the feel and I take the action. And the more we do it, the more that rhythm becomes natural to us, the more that action just naturally happens. I feel it, it's true, I know it, and I act on it, right? I feel it, I, th- I th- maybe I think about it, then I feel it, however our flow is, we're all very different. But then I have the knowing, I somehow get to the place where It doesn't mean that the mind isn't still poking at it and saying, this isn't logical, this isn't rational, right? It's not that it doesn't stop doing that. That's the monkey mind, it'll always do that. But from this deep inner, like more soulful place, more this deeper true self place, right? And it just goes, hey, this, and we act on it. We follow it, we trust it what we do there is we build that trust muscle we build the trust muscle in soul in like deeper wisdom in our beings in in our guidance system that is always there always talking always guiding us it is an internal guidance system and it is always guiding you into your fullest freest most authentic expression always We simply have to turn the switches, shift the wiring, open the channels so that we can hear it. And so that we have the stamina to live it. And so that we have that trust built in so that we can act from it. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it, that's it, that's we're doing and living close to the bone that's what you can do on your own in in the ways that you're called to but it's that it's 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 that it's it's that it's not finding the surface level finding my purpose it's not a purpose it's Purposes that arise in the moments, callings that arise in the moment. Some callings are long-term callings, some callings are in the moment. How am I being called to be? Some some are, things are not even doing. They're just, it's being. It's it's it being for some of us at some moments of our life. Our deepest, truest, most authentic expression isn't isn't a doing thing. It's a it's a being. I am simply called to be this, in this moment. Wow, Um, beautiful. I encourage you, if you feel to watch more videos, if you feel to Do this, if you feel to be surrounded and supported by a community and to be led into practices, some of those deeper practices that go into more of the unconscious realms, that go into the building of the stamina, that go into the opening up of these channels and the rewiring, really, really, really invite you to join us in living close to the bone. It would be an honor.